Today's daf is daf Tess. We're holding at the top of Tess Amid Aleph. Now, this Mishnah is really a segue from the first Mishnah. If you remember the first Mishnah, we talked about Kinuyim and Yodos, and then the end of the Mishnah gave us examples of what uh, uh, Yodos were, example of Yodos. So this Mishnah really also begins discussing partial Lishonos, partial terminologies that actually function as a Yad. So we're continuing with the theme of Yadayim or Yados and partial Lishonos, and we're going to discuss them, uh, their efficacy and in which areas of verbal commitment are they binding. Alright, now, just as a uh, introduction, we're going to see the term Nidre Rishoyim and Nidre Ksherim used. Now, uh, literally it means the netter of a wicked person and the netter of a, uh, of a righteous person. However, the way uh, the Ron explains this, the way some of the Rishonim discuss this, is that Ksherim and Rishoyim over here are to be understood vis-a-vis a person's fastidiousness or care in terms of how he speaks. It's also a very interesting insight. But meaning, somebody that is considered a neder of a rush, somebody who is very loose with his words, or he allows his anger to take over and he says anything, and that's considered to be the type of neder that is made by a, 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 a person. It's called the neder of a rush because, because people that are not careful will make those kind of, of vows. Whereas somebody who is very careful will not make a neder. So therefore, the terminology of, of neder is synonymous with the word rishoyim. Again, defining rishoyim that will be understood. Whereas, when it comes to uh, people that are careful how they speak, it's an oxymoron. The neder of a, of a kasher, the idno, aksherim do not make nedarim. So therefore, that's, that's, that's the, the, the way, the intent of the way the Tana is verbalizing it, articulating it in the Mishnah. So let's see it inside. If a person used the actual expression, means we're going to see, he's saying that like the nether of Rishoyim, I am, bind, I am binding myself. I am making the nether of the nether of Rishoyim. So, nadar benazar of a carbon This has effect to be a binding uh, vow in three areas, right? Nazir, in the case of Korban, and in the case of Shvur. Now, we got just as a, a little bit of a, a, a glimpse into the myth, in the Gemara, just to understand how this works. So it means that the word uh, Hareini, I am, accept on myself, Hareini, I am becoming, is usually synonymous with Nazir. Hareini Nazir, the person makes a Nazir. So a person would say, the verbiage would be, Kenidre Kenidra uh, Rishoyim Hareini. You say, like the, 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 what, the way Rishoyim uh, bind themselves, Hareini, I will become, which is a Lushan of Nazirus. So it's binding as a Nazir. You become a binding as a Nazir because you're saying something that is effective because that's, you're using a Lushan of Nidre Rishoyim, which is effective because Rishoyim make Nidorim and uh, you're saying, Hareini, I will become a Nazir. So that's a, a partial God. Even though you never actually said Hareini Nazir, 
but it's effective in use, utilization of that terminology. And we'll see by, by carbon and by shvuah, you have the same uh, terminologies that could be used that associate with either carbon or shvuah using the introductory statement, Kenidra Shoyma works. Whereas if you tried saying Kenidra Ksherim, to make yourself a nazir. You use the terminology like the nedarim of ksherim, whether it be for nazir, whether it be for carbon, whether it be for shvua, loy amar klum. That is a ineffective lotion. It's not even a partial lotion that can be utilized for nazirus, for carbon, or for shvua, because it's an oxymoron. Why is it an oxymoron? Because the term nidre ksherim, ksherim do not make nidarim, that was a meaningless statement. However, can it some? If you said nidvei ksherim, we'll talk about this more in the Gemara, they never said nidre, there's a difference between a nedr and a nedava, which we'll discuss, but if you use the terminology of the nidvei ksherim, that is a binding lotion, because although uh, some people that are careful are averse to making nedarim, when they do obligate themselves, let's say to bring a carbon, or, uh, they will use a lotion of a nedava, and therefore it is a binding lotion, even though it's a partial lotion, but it is binding if you use the expression nidve kesherim, as opposed to nidre kesherim, which is meaningless, nidve kesherim is binding. So nadar benazir carbon. it is binding, but interesting, out of the three categories, it's only binding in two out of the three. It's binding in the case of nazir, and it's binding in the case of carbon. Why is it not binding in the case of shvua? Because kesherim, never make shvuz. Shvuz is completely out of the universe of Shem. Now, the Rishonim deal with, yesterday we learned out that you can make a shvuz to do a mitzvah, and how that works, the Rishonim deal with. But if it's not in terms of a mitzvah, then there is no way a kosher will ever make a, a, a shvua, so you can never make the expression, kenidre kesherim, uh, I'm sorry, uh, I'm making a shvua, because there's no such thing. Shem don't make shvuas. That's the point. All right. Okay, so that's the uh, takeaway. This, the mission is discussing these partial ishainas, these yadayim, and which terminology can be used as a yad, which terminology cannot be used as a yad. We see that nidre rishayim are synonymous, and that can be used to make yourself either to a nazir, a carbon, or for a shvua, whereas nidre kshayim cannot be. And if you use the word nidve kshayim, then you can use it for nazir and carbon, that, but it never works for shvua. Okay. Now, the Gemara initially understands that all you said was the words Kenidre Kesherim. Right? A guy just said Kenidre Kesherim. So, says the, uh, I'm not Kesherim, I'm sorry, Kenidre Rishoyim. The person said Kenidre Rishoyim, right? So, the Gemara says, it, what? Well, I, I, I threw in Haraini, but at this point, never even said Haraini in the Mishnah. He just said the words Nidre Rishoyim. So, if you just hear a guy make a statement, Kenidre Rishoyim, like the Nadarm Rishoyim, how do you know what he's saying? Tomorrow says like this, maybe he means Lonadarna. Meaning the person actually saying is, since Nidarim are associated with Rishoyim, maybe I'm what he means, I'm not gonna make a net. How do you know he's binding himself with such a, such a declaration? Right? Right. Now. So, Amar Shmuel, the Omer Kenidra Rishoyim Hareini. Now they're going to say, because no, because he's adding either three terminologies associated with the expression Kenidra Rishoyim. He's either saying Hareini, or he's saying the word Alai, or he's saying the word Hemenom. 
Now those three are synonymous with different types of uh, verbal uh, 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 obligations. What are they? Hareini uh, is Nazirus, because Nazirus, Hareini, Hareini Nazir. That's that. So if you say Nidre Rishayim Hareini, we know you're implying a Nazir, and therefore that's what it's referring to. Can Nidre Rishayim Alai, Alai is usually an expression when a person brings a carbon. So therefore that's associated with bringing a carbon. And, and Hemenoi, when you say from it, Usually, that's uh, where you're saying is, I won't eat a piece of bread. I won't eat an apple. You use a lotion of hemenoi, so therefore, it's a lotion of shvua. So therefore, nidre shayim hemenoi, that means uh, that's associated with a lotion of shvua. Now, the Gemara says like this, Let's go back. So again, right now, all we are, all, all we've changed is that what we're saying, our understanding is that when you say kenidre shayim, it's not enough just to say the word nidre shayim. Nidre shayim what? That I am? I'm not. No, you said Kenidre Shoyim. Either use one of three terminologies. Either said Kenidre Shoyim Hareini, which binds you as a Nazir, or Kenidre Shoyim Alai, which binds you to bring a carbon, or Kenidre Shoyim Hemenai, which is uh, now make prohibits you with a Shvua from a, from an item. So it says the Gemara like this. Let's let's go back. Now, the way Ron sweetens the question, we know that there are two levels of Yad. There's a Yad Mochiach, which there is a clear indication to the Yad, and it's almost no suffix as to what you're referencing, which everyone agrees a Yad Mochiach works, but then there's a middle level, it's called a Yad She'ena Mochiach. Now, if it's a Yad She'ena Mochiach, Again, what exactly the percentages are of what it means and what it doesn't mean, dis- debated, but the point is, Shmuel's position, as we've learned previously, if it's a Yad She'ena Mochiach, it doesn't work as a Yad. There were opinions that said a Yad She'ena Mochiach, meaning on the Tanaic level, on the Amorite level, the Yad She'ena Mochiach, but Shmuel, it wasn't. And Shmuel's the one who's saying that if you just said, uh, that is enough to bind you as a Nazir, it still should be according to Shmuel a Yad She'ena Mechiyach. Why? Because it could mean something else. Hareini, maybe Dilma Hareini, but Tainis Ka'amar. Maybe he means to say not Hareini, I'll be a Nazir, but maybe Hareini, I'll accept on myself a Nazirus. And now, even if, let's say, again, I don't know what the percentages are, I don't know exactly, but even if that's only a smaller consideration, not a large, but it still makes it a Yad She'ena Mechiyach, it's not 100%, and since it's not 100%, or close to 100%, according to Shmuel, a Yad She'ena Mechiyach doesn't work. So how could that be an example of what a Yad is in our Mishnah? So on that, Amar Shmuel, Kishahaya Nazir over Lefanam. The case is that at the moment you're saying it, there is a Nazir, a person, a different Nazir, who's walking in front of you. Now that does what? What does that do? It connects your statement to something else. It takes it from being a Yad She'ena Mochiach to make it into a Yad Mochiach. Because now we know almost 100% that that's what you're referencing. So that's what Shmuel's saying the case is. Now, you're going to have to say that in all the three cases. Meaning, in the case of Nazir, there's a Nazir walking in front of you. In the case of Korban, what are we going to have to say? It's talking about where there's an animal standing in front of you. And in the case of Shmuel, there's a loaf of bread in front of you or an apple, whatever it is that we so therefore that makes it from a Yad She'ena Mechiach into a Yad Mechiach and therefore it even works according to Shmuel. Now, Sigmar says like this, 
The Gemara is questioning the last of the three categories. So we just dealt with the first one, Hareini, Nazir, and as the Ron speaks out, the same way you're going to have to have a Nazir walking in front. I mean, you don't say the word Nazir, but you say... Uh, uh, you say, Now, the Ran actually asks a question that we're going to learn later on in the Masechta, that if a Nazar walks in front of you and you just say the words, that itself is binding. So what's the Chiddush of our Mishnah? Even without the Nidre Rishayim, just the words, Harani. So he says, the Chiddush is because if you just, if you use the wrong terminology, you said, even though you said harami, it will not work. So, the second piece of what is why that's necessary to teach us. That it doesn't work if you said, but the first part is that, uh, that because harami works on its own. But if you say it with then it doesn't work. But anyway, the Gemara's question is, a carbon also is somewhere where the carbon's walk in front of you. But Hemenai, what it means is Hemenai. So what's the case? He said, Kenidrei, Rishayim, Hemenai, and there's a loaf of bread in front of you. Says the Gemara like this, maybe what he wants to say is, okay, it's a Lushan that there's a Shvur, but maybe what he's trying to say that is a Shvur that I will eat this loaf of bread. How do you know when he's saying, if you even tell me Hemenoi is associated with the Lashon Shvua, but how do you know what, which direction that is going on making the Shvua? But Dilma Hemeno da Achilna Ka'amar, that I will eat it. So on that, Amarav, Amar Hemeno Shalo Eichav. There, in the case of the Shvua, you have to be more specific. You have to say that Kenidre Rashoyim Hemeno Deloi Achilna, Shalo Eichav, that I won't eat. Right? So the Gemara says like this, if you're already speaking out the words, so then why is this considered to be a Yad? That's pretty clear. That's like, a, that's like almost a complete language. That's not a, 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 only a partial language. Right? In the other cases, it's partial because you didn't say it's just a Nazir. You didn't say Hareini Nazir. You said Hareini, Kenrisham Hareini or Kenidre Rishoyim Alai. Right, but you did, but but in this case we have to say kenidre rishoyim hemenoish shaloi oichal. Gemara says, why is it called a yad? So iachi myla member. What's the novelty over here? Gemara says because ma'od to say mahaloi matik shvumi pume. At the end of the day, you still didn't use a lashon of shvur. You still did not say Hashem's name that I'm accepting of myself as shvur. All you said was an expression of nidre rishoyim hemenoish shaloi oichal. It's still only considered to be a partial, yes, it's a Yad Mechiyach, and it's almost uh, 100% what you mean, but it's still only a partial Lashem, because you did not use a language of Shvur, but it's nevertheless binding. Kamash Malan comes to teach me, now the Haggaz Rensburg takes out the word Hadein, we have it in Agorim, it's Kamalan to teach you that these Hadein, these languages work, even though you don't use a full lotion of the zeros, even though you don't use a full lotion of, of carbon, you don't use a full lotion of shvua, this is considered to be a yad, albeit a yad mechiach, the way shvua explained it, but it is binding, even though you don't use a lotion of shvua, etc. Now, let's go to the next piece. We said, kenidrek sheirim amar klum. If you use an expression that is nidrek sheirim, that's an oxymoron. That blows up the, the terminology. It cannot function as a yad. Why? Because kshayrim do not make nadorim. Kshayrim, it's inappropriate for people that are kshayrim to make nadorim. Lo amar klum. Alright? Kenidvosan, but if you use a lotion of kshayrim, make uh, nid, nidvei kshayrim, nidavis, 
of Kshayrim, that is a binding Lashon. Now, just in terms of uh, it, actual uh, difference, by Karbanas we find that there is an actual difference in terms of the Halachas, legalities, if you make it as a Neder or if you make it as an Adava. We had it in Masechus Megillah. The difference is as follows. If you said, in a case of a Karban, you're Hare Alai. If you say, I'm accepting it upon myself, that's a Lashon Neder. Because what you basically now is you undersign that, uh, underwrite that if anything happens to the animal that will be designated, it does not, uh, even if it was an owner, something beyond my uh, ability, I wasn't negligent, I am still responsible to, I'm insuring it. I have to, my, the obligation is on me, not on the animal. But if an adobe, in the case of an adobe, the obligation is only the liability is to bring this animal. This animal kills over and dies. This animal is shecht and found out to be a trefa. You have fulfilled your obligation because this is the, because there is no more obligation if this animal is unable to be brought. That's in, in real terms the difference in legality, and we'll see. Therefore, why is it that the Kshayrim prefer to bring the Dovas than to bring uh, the uh, Nadarim? The we'll discuss that in a moment. But what the Gemara wants to point out over here is, is the from, from the Mishnah. It's clear that the author of our Mishnah held that Nadarim is synonymous with a person that is not careful. A person that is careful does not make nadorim. Right? We neither. It's no nadorim. A nadava, even though it's binding, but nadava, there's more of a comfort level for kshayrim, and they will make nadavas. Now what the one is going to now do is bring down, there's a machlokas in Shlom HaMelech in Kohelis, uh, makes a statement concerning nadorim, and there's a machlokas, Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda, how to understand that statement. But what the Gemara is going to point out, at least in the Ahavamina, is that the simplest understanding of Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda make it that neither one of those interpretations fit the ton of our Mishnah. Again, the ton of our Mishnah holds Nadarim, no good. Do not make Nadarim. When I mean no good, meaning not that it's not binding, but it's not something that a, it is appropriate to do. Whereas Nadavas is okay to make. A Ksherim will make the Dabba Dome. That, that... What's the difference? I'm going to look at you. Dead Aaron and Dabba What's the difference? I, I guess it, in, in terms of what's the difference, why they would make one, not the other, or what's the difference halachically between a Neder and a Dabba? A neder, I told you, a neder, you are, if by, at least in the case of carbon, you underwrite to bring the carbon, even if something happens to this animal, you bring a different one, you're insuring it. Whereas in a dove, if something happens to this one, I'm off, I'm, exa- I'm not, not, not bound. Now why would a, 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 a Russia or a, a Kasher make one or the other, I will discuss later on in the Gomorrah. Just, but in terms of legalities, that's the difference between them. The point right now is specific item in a Nadova. Right. Whereas Sorry, uh, I'm going to bring it on, on me. I'm putting the uh, on me. I'm bringing this one. Yeah. Now, what the Gemara just says before we get into why one is better than the other, but clearly the Tan of Amish holds. It's better to make. It's okay to make Nadova, but it's not okay to make Neder. That's the ta- That's the gist. 
It right of our Mishnah. So the Gemara has the following question: Mantana, who is the author, the Shari Lebe Neder Ladova, that's making this distinction between a Neder and a Dova? So Lema, it would appear to be that we should say it's low Rabbi Meir that cannot be going like Rabbi Meir, but low Rabbi Yehuda and not like Rabbi Yehuda. The Sanya we learned in a Brisa. This is a Brisa uh, that's later on uh, in 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 Masechus Chulin and a number of places they discuss this. But the pasuk says like this. All right. The first, the, the introductory pasuk says that uh, if you make a neder, then you have to keep it. All right. That uh, you, uh, if you if you bind yourself verbally, make sure you keep it. That's the introductory pasuk. Now, the second pasuk is the one that Reb Meir and Reb Yehuda dis, uh, disagree on. What's the next pasuk? You take a look at the Torah or Asholim. It says, Tov Sidor. It's better not to make a neder. Mishetidor Shalem. Then making a neder and not keeping the neder and not fulfilling your neder. So again, there's really three clauses we're dealing with. The introductory clause is that if you make a neder, then what? You better keep it. Second clause is that it's better not to make a nether than to make a nether and not keep it. Now, what's the machlokas between Rav Meir and Rav Yehuda? The machlokas goes like this. That Rabbi Meir understands that obviously... It's better not to make an, it's better not to make the nether than to make the nether and not keep it, right? That's, uh, who would think yes? So he says that the way to understand the three clauses is that middle clause, it's better not to make the nether, is not only going on clause number three, it's also going back on clause number one. Meaning, even though we said that if you make a nether, you better keep no, it, the better it. thing is, don't it's even better, not making it is even better than making it and fulfilling it. Kalvachomer is better than making it and not keeping it. So therefore, that's Rav Meir's understanding. Now, what the Gemara assumes right now, why? Because you never want to bind yourself, even if you're going to end up keeping it, you never want to bind yourself verbally where you put on something. Now, if that's true, that would make no difference between whether you do it in the form of a nether or, or you do it in the form of an adava, which means that a contra of mayor never bind yourself. If you could end up causing a problem that you could stumble or make something, you could hurt yourself, don't bind yourself, then it should make no difference between a nether and a dava. And then clearly it can't be the author of our Mishnah. Why? Because the author of our Mishnah says that the dava is okay. Right? But if we're making a bit of a leap, as the Ron explains, because even though the Pasuk only deals with Nedr, but the logic behind it, we say, should apply also to Nedava, which means our Mishnah they cannot know like Rav Meir. Now, how does Rabbi Yehuda understand what Shlomo Melech was saying? He says like this, is that, no, the, the Pasuk has to be written clear, simple as it's written. Best case scenario, make the Nedr and keep it. But if you're not going to keep it, then what? Then it's better that you didn't make it. But not, better not to, uh, may, uh, it's better not to have made it is only going on clause number three. When is it better not to have made it? If you're you're not going to keep it. But Avada, if you're going to make it, you know you're going to keep it, that's the best scenario. Now, that clearly doesn't go like our Mishnah. Why is it clearly not going like our Mishnah? Because we see, Shlomo Melov then seems, according to Behuda, is saying is, it's okay to make Nidorim. As long as you know you're going to keep it, it's better to do it. Amen said, no, no, Nidorim never make Nidorim. On the 
second part of the Mishnah is saying don't make it. No, he, the first, Nidre, Rishayim, are the ones that make Nidorim. It's bad to do. So therefore, that's what the one's asking, that either interpretation of Rav Meir or Rav Yud does not lend itself to be the author of our Mishnah. So one says like this, let's see it inside. So now, the sign is we learned in a Brisa. Tova Sidor, right? The second Bosuk says it's better that you don't make the nether. And told me this is Rav Meir. And Rav Meir is saying, you know what's best? What's the best scenario better than everything? That means when it says that better, the last clause that said it's better not to have made the nether is going back on the earlier two clauses. It's even better than what? Than the first clause. It's even better than making it and keeping it. What's better? Okay. Not making it at all. David Rav Meir. Rabbi Yehuda says, that's not shot in the Pasuk. Rabbi Meir is there, Rabbi Yehuda is saying is, Tov mizel mizen, noder mishalem. He says, the introductory clause is the best case. The best scenario is, to make the nether and keep it. Now, that's better than everything. What is it better than? It's better than, obviously, uh, it's better than not making the nether, and it's better than making the nether and not keeping it. But making and keeping it is better than both other uh, options. But comes out that according to Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yehuda, I'm sorry, according to Yehuda, it is okay to make it. As long as you're going to keep it, it's okay to make it. There's nothing wrong with it. So therefore, it would not be an act of Rishoyim. That would be Kshayim also can go ahead and do it. Rabbi Meir says don't make it at all. Rabbi Meir right. says best is don't make Maybe. it at all. Right? Don't, because don't want to legally bind, bind yourself. Right? So, let, so, the, so again, so just, just to reframe this again, is that why does neither opinion fit into the Mishnah? So Rabbi Yehuda clearly doesn't fit. Because Rabbi Yehuda is saying the best case scenario is to make the nether and keep it. means that's fine. That's okay, Shalom HaMelf is saying. So then why would you call that the nether of Rishoyim? That's okay to do. Shalom HaMelf is extolling the virtues of making and keeping it. That would not be referenced as a nether of Rishoyim. And according to Rav Meir, we understanding is that you never want to bind yourself, even though the Pazik is talking about Nadarim, but that would also be Nadavos, don't bind yourself too. So therefore, how does it fit Nadavos? Okay? Alright. Says the one like this. But today we're going to learn how it can fit like Rav Meir. We're going to get to the bottom of the Omer, then we'll see tomorrow how it fit can even like Rehuda. But at least let's go to Meir. Tamer of Meir. Because you made, you made a jump, you made a leap. Kik Amar of Meir Beneder. Rav Meir is talking about Dafka Nedorim. It's better never to have made the Neder because careful people don't make Nedorim. But he only said don't make Nedorim. He never said what? Nedavos. Don't make Nedavos. Means he holds it's okay to make Nedavos. And if he holds it's okay to make Nedavos, then he could be the author of our Mishnah. He come Rav Meir Beneder Benedava Loika Amar. Right? So says the Gemara like this. Now the the, the, the Ron has to. You, we're going to have to understand this, but. The Gemara is going to ask a question, and really the question itself begs itself to have a follow-up question, which really the Gemara, according to the Ran, is asking both of these questions, and the answer answers both of them. But what the question really is, it comes out, you want to make Rav Meir the author of our Mishnah, so therefore it comes out, if Rav Meir is going to be the author of the Mishnah, what does the author of our Mishnah clearly have to hold, that what? It's okay to make it... it, it oh, it, it's not okay a nether. But it's not okay a nether. Nether is not okay. Right. It, it's it. binding, but it's not okay to do. Right. And by, by Sharon, it's, it's okay to make nether. That's what we're saying. But nether, 
as Rameir. Clearly he says, right, we're just saying is Rameir only said his forceful lotion. It's better not to have made it all together. It's only going on nether. He's not going on nether. As the says, how could that be? The, how could Rameir be the author of our Mishnah? Because look at the wording of our Mishnah. The wording of our Mishnah said that Lechora, uh, that... Uh, Where's the place? Look, uh, I'm. It says like this that if a person did not say kenidre uh, kesherim, he said kenidve, like the nedavas of kesherim. What did what did the Mishnah say? If you use a lashon of the so the davas of kesherim that works, that is binding, right? Kenidve It works. As a nether for nazir, and it works as a nether for carbon. Now the Kumara's question is: You see that nedarim do work? Are not only do, yeah, but use the word nether. Can it some nether? It's a nether for nazir, and it's a nether for carbon. And the Kumara's saying: You see that the ton of our mission is holding that that nedarim work associated with kshirim. Now the Ran points out: Really, the truth of the matter is. That this question you're asking on the way we're trying to explain it, maybe you should have asked this as a contradiction in our Mishnah itself. Because the whole gist of our Mishnah is that Nedr is something that is for, associated with Rishoyim. Nedava is something that's associated with Ksherim. Uh, so how do you say that if you use a Lashon of Nedava, it works as a Nedr? We're trying to say what Nadarim, Nadarim, or at least that Kshayrim did not make Nadarim, right? So really, the question we're asking now on Rav Meir, Nadarim shouldn't be Kshayrim did not make Nadarim, but you should answer the contradiction because the whole gist of our Mishnah is that it only Nadava works, not their own work, but only Kshayrim only make Nadavas; they don't make Nadarim, right? Sigmar says like this. Sigmar says to me, you're right. That word nadar should not say nadar, it should say nadav. The way to read the Rishnah, the right gears of the Mishnah, is can it vosam, that if you use an expression nidvei kesherim, it is nadav, it's considered binding as a nadava in association with nazir and with carbon. Alright? So that, that, so we're basically saying is, either you could say that the, the Tana was not being specific, using a nether as a generalized term, but it means, it doesn't mean that it's working mitzad like a nether, it's working like a nedava. That's what he means to say, and therefore, now not only does it answer that Rameir could still therefore be the author of our mission, but it also answers the contradiction. The second question that the Gemara could have asked, or maybe was asked, but it answers that, that question as well. Clear? Okay. So my answer is like this. Now, this, I think, uh, go, uh, goes uh, addressing what I think Adam was questioning. My answer is like this. The Chorah, I, I don't understand the logic altogether. Meaning, what's the reason you say that a person is careful with his words, why it's called a Ksherim? What does it mean? Why are they, why are they averse to making the Dorim? Why would you say that someone who is a... Uh, who, who's careful with his words, does not want to make Nidorim. Because what do you open yourself up to anytime you make a nether? I guess breaking it. You can buy in violation. Right? Look at the case of carbon. You could be over, that you're over Baal Ta'acher, you're Baal Yachel Devoro, meaning you're... So the truth of the matter is that... 
that also is true if a person makes a nedava. That's not just by a net. So why should it be okay to make nedavas fukshayrim if the concern is that a person who is careful with his words never wants to bind himself in a way that could lead to potential avera? Then why is it okay by nedava? Nedava is binding. It's also binding, right? It might be there's certain legalities by carbonus that if something happens, you don't have to replace it. But at the end of the day, till you bring the carbon, you can be subject to Baal Ta'achar, and you can be subject to the laws of Baal Yachal Devaro. So why is it better to make an adova in terms of, oh, that's okay. Guy who's careful not to bind himself, why either way should be careful? That's the Gemara's question. So Gemara says, like the Samaishna Noder Zolo, what's the reason that a Ksherim, that Ksherim do not make Nadorim? Because he doesn't want to bind himself in a way that could lead to Takola. What does Takola mean? Takola means like a stumbling block. What's a stumbling block? You're going to be violating a prohibition of the Torah that says, Baal Ta'achar, do not delay. Person may be, so if a person is concerned, so then Nadova Nami Loi, so that same reason should apply to Nadova that deal Sigmora so, says like this, very interesting. Mora says that Hillel Hazokim, okay, the great uh, sage Hillel, right, one of the Zugos, the great Hillel Hazokim, Hillel the Elder, said that if a person ever wants to bring a carbon, there is a way to bring a carbon that could mitigate or minimize the problem that you might end up being over the Isser of Baal Ta'achar, Baal Yachal Devaro, the, the, the potential Averos involved. What should he do? The Sanya, Amru al-Hilal Azokin, Shalomu al-Adam ve'oloso kol yamav. When he was in charge, he was the, uh, uh, the Rosh Sanhedrin. When he was in charge, he made the following edict, and based on his edict, no one ever ended up misappropriating a bringing of the carbon ola or, uh, or, or basically or really all the carbonists. Everyone, no one violated. Why? Because he said, do ne- never consecrate the animal at home. Don't do that. If you consecrate the animal at home until we, by the time that animal gets from the home to the base amygdala, there could be misappropriation. Right? Aside from that, the other things that might not end up making it. So therefore, no... Bring your animal that you intend to bring as a chulin animal. Bring it to the, to, to the actual, the entrance of the Azara, the Azara, umagdisha. And that's where you will now sanctify it, consecrate it. So mechalea put, you'll lean your hands on it and shokta and shecht it. And this takes away any problem misappropriation. And this also completely, or not completely, we'll see, but mitigates the problem of Baal Ta'achar. Why? Because there's you're no right delay. There. Because right there, as soon as you consecrate it, you're going to end up bringing it. Right? So now, let's step back. This is what Sean himself said. So what are we saying? Is that we still have an answer that why is it better Nadava than because the, the same way as this takes away your problem of Nadava, right? Nadava normally you say, I want this animal to be a carbon. So don't do this in my backyard. Do this there. So there's not going to be a Baal Ta'achar problem because as soon as you say this one, you're already taking it to Shechem. But that should also help for a nether too. Instead of saying the same thing to me, don't say, I accept on myself. Only wait, do, wait there and then you'll say, I accept myself. So the Chorah, why is it still better? It, says, it is still better. Because let's say you said that this animal, I'm making the dava. This animal is going to be my dava. Now what happens is the Kohen shechts it and finds out that it's a trefer. In the case of the dava, go home. No harm, no foul. Why? 
Because that was the animal you don't have to replace. Don't right. This animal was the other one I was But in Nether, you've still opened yourself up. Because even though you mitigated as much as you could, that you don't want to create a delay, but it doesn't cover you completely. Because if something happens to this animal, now, when something happens and the animal is not offered appropriately, you need to go back and get a different animal. But now the clock's already ticking. Because you already said the Haray Allah. And therefore, that is why Kshayrim, if they're ever going to bring a carbon, they wanted to bring it under the under the uh, circumstances of a nadava using the uh, the way the, the, the technique of Hillel, but using the technique of Hillel doesn't cover you for the case of neder, and that's why they only make nadava. Therefore, synonymous with Ksherim is nadava, whereas people that aren't that careful with their synonymous with them is neder. That is the answer. So says the Gemara. This whole concept bring it to the Azara, and therefore neder is better than that I understand when it comes to carbon. Because by carbon you have a real way of expressing why nether is better than the dava associated with that. But the truth is, this seems to only lend itself to carbon. What about Nazirus? We said that if you use the expression Kenidre Rishoyim, it's binding for Nazirus, but if you use Kenidre Ksherim, it's not binding by. Uh, the, no, 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 no. by Nazirus. We said by for Nazirus, right? Okay. Sh- right. So the, the Shvu we said is never by because the Kshayim don't make Shvu's. But by Nazirus. But how do you have, there's no such thing as bringing to the Azor or not bringing to the Azor. So how is there a distinction between Nether and Nadova in association when it comes to Nazir? That's what the Mora's question is. So the Mora says like this. So the Mora says that, uh, uh, you didn't really finish the line. You, you uh, threw it all, did, outside the first. All right, so let's go finish. Let's finish other. So what it says like this. So therefore, the Sanya Adam Yama. That no one, no one ever misappropriated carbon ola in his days. because you bring the animal when it is still de- uh, not, not consecrated. Lazar to the courtyard. you consecrated there. The Now this. Uh, uh, the carbonus. This works a distinction between a nether and a dava. When you're talking about actual carbonus, you see that there is a distinction, and you mitigate your your your, your liability when you make it as an adava, as opposed to when you're making it as a nether. All right. So hanicha nedava the carbonus. Right? But Nidava the Nazirus Ma'iko, where is there a concept of uh, making a Nazirus with the expression of Nidava? How is that tend lend itself to making a distinction between Nether and Nidava in terms of Nazirus? Nazirus is about, you're, you're bound as a Nazir. What, where, there's no, where, where is the distinction? I made myself into a Nazir. That's, that's the, the right? So what it says like this. So my equal amendments, and what says like this, I'll tell you, the ton of our Mishnah holds that when it comes to n- n- uh, uh, Nazirus, it's not in terms of your, the legalities. It's not in terms of legalities per se, uh, in terms of the difference between Neder and Nadova. It's actually in terms of motivation. Because Neder and Nadova, the way the Ran explains this, is that a Neder, a person is more disassociated with, uh, with, with, because he's saying, I accept on myself to bring. I'm not saying, I'm not, he doesn't, he's, he's dispassionate. Because he's not saying, I want to bring this. Right? Okay, I'm going to accept on myself in the Dove. It's like he's disassociated with the actual offering. Whereas when you make a Nadova, that is 
you, there's much more of an, a, a connection. This is what I want to bring right now. So therefore, it's a question of, of attitude towards how uh, passionate are you in terms of fulfilling the obligation. That's where we're going to see there's a difference in Nazirus done as a Nedir or done as a Nedava. Now, how do we see this? Sabalek Hashim and that uh, that the Tanav Mishnah holds like Shimonat Sadek. Shimonat Sadek was one of the early coin uh, 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 Godels, I believe, uh, in during the Baishani. The Sanya we learned in a Brisa. Amar Shimonat Sadek. What's that? Oh, one of the, one of the last ones. Oh, one of the last ones. Right. Right. He was the one who in, encountered uh, what's his name. Uh, Alexander the Great. He says that my, in my, all my life, whether I was serving the Esavikdash, I refrained from eating from the carbon asham that's brought by a Nazir Tome. Now, a, a Nazir, when, in order to discharge his Nazirus, has to bring a, a, a number of korbanists. Right? You're right. And if he becomes Tome, then whatever days he counted already, get wiped out, and, but he has to bring Corbanus to discharge his, his Nazirus because he was Tomei before he can start counting, so he has to take care of the fact that he was Tomei. And Shemina Tzadik made the statement that I would not eat from a Nazir who became Tomei and brought a carbon Asham to start counting again. I would not eat from it, except for one case. Elapam Achas, Elapam uh, one time, a certain person came and uh, had accepted himself in Nazirus and he came from the south. South of Eretz Yisrael, the Negev. I saw that he had beautiful eyes, a tobe roi, and he was a very handsome looking gentleman. He had gorgeous hair made with, in, 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 in curls, locks of curls. I said, Why are you dead set on destroying your, your beautiful hair? So Amar Lee, he said to me, I was a shepherd for my father in my hometown. One time, I went to fill up water from the spring. And I saw my... Um, uh, reflection. reflection in the water. And my Yetzirah took hold of me. And wanted to push me out of the world. It could be this world, maybe the world to come, to do Averis. Look how good looking you are. That opens a lot of doors for you. You can do this, you can do that. It was like the Yetzirah was inciting me because of my looks to do certain things which I knew were not appropriate. So Russia. So I said I addressed my Yetzirah, Russia. What are you show, uh, being arrogant about a world that is not your world? This is God's world. It's not your world, and you are now trying to uh, be, uh, have uh, show arrogance in a world that's not yours. And you're also uh, t- uh, are, are being arrogant over the, uh, a body which, at the end of the day, what is this, the, the end for all man? It's going to be worms and maggots. The by God's, by the service, it's Eloshan Shvua, I am going to shave off your hair to Shamayim. And that was, now the Mordechai says, that, the Shemina Tzadik, when he heard that, this, he said, this person 
this person passionately embraced being a Nazir, it was L'Shem Shemayim, only from him would I agree to eat from his carbon Asham when he became Thomas. This guy talked to something must have happened, obviously beyond his control, because he really wanted to be fulfill his Nazirus. I was willing to eat from his carbon Asham when he became Thomas. I got up and kissed him on his head. Like you, should there be many Nazirim in Yisrael. And that it was specifically about you and your scenario when the Pasuk said, Nether person articulates a Nether, it's about someone who did it with the same intentions, such as you. So that is the case where that's considered to be like a Nedaba of Nazirus, where a person has that type of intention of Nazirus, that is considered to be, that's where there's a Russian Nedaba associated with Nazirus, as opposed to Neder, where the person is more dispassionate and does not have necessarily doing it for the right reasons, as we're going to see. So, Rebbe, Rebbe Mani, so Mani asked a question on this. So we're saying is, that's the case where you can use a Russian of Nidre Rishoyim, and you have to use Nidre Ksherim in order to work for Nazirus. So, Maishno Asham Nazir Tomei, right? Why is that only concerned? Means, he said, other people that might take upon themselves Nazirus, not doing because they are, they're Bali Avera, they're not trying to stop themselves from doing the wrong thing, but maybe you're doing it as a, as a, a sign of Teshuvah because they did the wrong thing and maybe it's not a full, full commitment. That doesn't just apply by, uh, 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 Asham, that if a person was Tomei, Lechora, why? That should apply by all Karbonus that a person brings as a, sec, a sin offering. So Rab, if, uh, if Shimon HaTzadik was concerned about eating from Karbonus of somebody that was uh, a, a wicked person or, not, or had acted inappropriately, then why is he only talking about referencing Nazir? Should be all sin offerings he would, should not eat from. Why? Because it comes for the person that had done something wrong, that had done a sin, in the case of the of, of the Nazir, he wasn't careful from becoming Tomei, the Chora. So they should apply all sin offerings, guilt offerings that a person he should not want to lechol to alchet also because it comes for sins, and therefore he should not want to eat from someone that is inappropriate. So The reason is as follows: is that generally most people that become Nazir don't do it in the same reason as this person did. They do it because they get a, a flash of tshuva. They've done things that are wrong and they want to do tshuva. Now, that itself is not a bad thing because they are motivated because of their, their emotional response to wanting to do the right thing. They now want to go ahead and bring a korban. To, uh, and that itself, from a carbon that, that let's say, from when they were, if they did not become Tomei, right, we'll see, then okay, Rabbi Shimon Atzadik would have uh, eaten from it, as he would have eaten from other sin offerings, because that is not necessarily a problem with eating from the carbon. The issue is as follows. If someone accepted himself in a zeros as an emotional response, Right, because he has done a virus. What happens if he's kept, let's say, a 30-day Nazirus. Day 25 becomes Tomei. On day 35 he becomes Tomei. You say, no, 25 days don't count. You've got to start again. What's his reaction going to be? If I realize, he says, if I realize there's going to be 55 days instead of the 30, I would have accepted on myself. That's a harotah. 
Now what happens when there's a charotah? That really undermines his whole acceptance of the zeros. And therefore, even though he doesn't actually do an actual charotah, but there was a charotah that he has expressed, when he now goes through and does the zeros again, it's as if he's not really obligated anymore. It's chulin ba'azor. It becomes out. It's as if it's an animal that really should not have been brought, and you don't have a right to bring it, and therefore he would not eat dafka in a case of tummy. So regular people that are motivated, they want to do tshuva, the carbon is a binding carbon, and Shimon HaTzadik had no problem eating from it. So therefore it was, it was an aziris betahara, or any other carbon chathas ashram. Not the carbon was associated with a person who didn't have That wasn't the issue. The issue was, he was worried about the person might have regretted doing this. So that's why he didn't want to eat, unless he knew the person was Lashem Shemayim, and there'd be no regret even if the guy became Tommy, he would not regret having accepted the Naziris to begin with. So he says like this. He's Aina Taima. This is the Pshat. Amalei Rav Yonah. Explained why it's Daf the Nazir Tommy. Aina Taima Tashen Toe Nazir. It's because when they are towing, towing means that they, there's an emotional response that they, that they, 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 they make themselves into Nazir, into, into a Nazir based on the way they feel they're upset about their Averis. But however, when they become Tomei, alright, so therefore, uh, then in, in such a case, so now already, the question, even if they were, they were, they were let's say, Rashi says they were afraid when they made themselves into a Nazir because of their Averas or they were a Dejuba, but now that it now became Tomei, they have to start counting again, so therefore, Rabin Alei and Yemei Nazirus, you have to now start counting all the extra days of Nazirus, and then they already have regrets. And therefore, once they have regret, then there's no binding Nazirus anymore. The names of Mavin Chulin Lazara, and therefore, it's if it is actually, or it's as if they're bringing Chulin Lazara. But nevertheless, that's why Rabbi Shimon Atzadik, specifically in the case of Nazir, and specifically in the case of Nazir, became Tommy. Right? So, when it says like this, well, if that's the point, is that it was just an emotional response initially, and then we worried about regret. So then why is a dafka by a Nazir became Tomei that Shimon HaTzadik not eat from their korbanas? Even a regular Nazir, if the person did it, maybe day five, is what I accept of myself. Even when he doesn't become Tomei, he should not be eating from their korbanas. So Yaakov, you were Nazir Tarinami. Someone says, no, that wasn't such a problem. Because Nazir Tahar, low. Da'amudi amid nafshad yachalindor. Because a person that's a Nazir Tahar, and, uh, he knows how much he can withstand or not when he makes it. And therefore, it's all, he, uh, he knew it's a 30-day thing and he's willing to commit to it. He's not going to have regret. It's only when it becomes 55 days does he have a problem. That's when Shimon HaTzadik would not eat from his korbanas when he was in the commands of a Nazar Tomei, but not of a Nazar Tomei. But circling back, we now have shown that the author, shown that the author of our Mishnah who holds the distinction between a, a, a nether, which is only made by uh, Roshoyim, whereas an adava, which is made by Kshayrim, can fit like Rav Meir, because Rav Meir said that it's okay. It's, it's not okay to make, ever to make a nether would hold that there are cases where it's okay to make a nedava, and again, following the scenario of Shimon HaTzadik, in the case of Nazirus, that type of Nadava carbon that's considered okay, or in the case of actual carbonus following Hillel Azokeh, that using that format, there it's okay, but again, okay under the guise of Nadava, not as a nether, because a nether you could still have a takola, whereas by a nedava you recover yourself, you would not. I'll we'll stop over here tomorrow, please go, we'll see how the mission could even go like the Shita of Rabbi Yehuda. Have a good day, everyone.